Hello, everybody. Welcome back to our podcast, Night and Moon. I am Tanner Knight, and joined with me, as always, is my lovely and talented wife, Gabby Luna Knight. Hello. Applause here. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. (laughs) So, today, we are going to bring you along on a lark of a journey. (laughs) I don't know. A what? (laughs) A, A lark. A lark. Why lark? Um, I don't know. I think that's just a word that boomers use to talk about things that are fun. Oh, fun, fun. Okay, yeah, it'll be a fun. We're going to answer some fun, random couple questions. And I know you can't see me, but I do have my glasses on, so you know it is serious, at least when it comes to reading questions. We want to get to know each other even better. Yeah, that's always our major intent here is to get to know little factoids about each other that we may not have gleaned before. Yes. And and this is a little uh, pin I found from rendezvousmag.com. Mm-hmm. I'm not familiar with the old rendezvous mag. (laughs) I am not either, but, you know, credit where credit's due. Yes, thank you. We're using your questions. Rendezvous mag. Thanks. Dot com. Would you like to start us off with our first question? Yes. Number one, <laughs> did you ever think that you were born in the wrong era? Absolutely. Great first question, by the way. I think <laughs> that that's one of those questions that could start a lot of conversation or I don't know, maybe it could fall dead. But for me personally, <laughs> we were talking about this just a second ago. My idols in my youth were like opera singers from the 60s and 70s and I always wished that I could be in that that era and singing opera with Franco Corelli and Mario Del Monaco and all of these old greats but that was not my lot and I entered my opera career in earnest right after the financial collapse so that didn't really time out well there's just not the right audience for that <laughs> yeah so You're like rich no get out of here i was very much into classical music and performing classical music and the era of that was in in the past it was in the 70s maybe peaked in the 80s but it was certainly an era of lps rather than blu-ray or streaming whatever we got today yeah we got streaming babe <laughs> yeah, but the era in which i wished I had been born is probably like the 1930s or 40s, kind of right around when your mom was born. 1930s or 40s? Yeah. You wish you would have been born in that era or you would have been 20-something in that era or what? That I would have been born in that area, era so that I would have been in my 20s in like the 60s, 70s. Nice. But... Maybe you were in a, in like a very... <laughs> you were one of those people that that ran in the same circles as those guys it's possible and you know i never did my past life regression to know but i don't know how does one do those i honestly don't know i know that you can engage people to do it and Mm -hmm. they talk you through your past lives oh like a hypnotism i think a little bit like that but i don't think that i belong in that era now Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I, i think that was a fancy of my youth yeah i feel like even in in pictures i can see that how about you did you ever feel like you belonged in a bygone era yes <laughs> which 
I don't know. That's so weird. It's like in an era where everything was a little more ethereal, I think. Like So like the way, way back. I would say that Lord of the Rings area. <laughs> <laughs> and there was fairies and um, elves and stuff. So, yeah. Way back, way, or way back. Maybe even into a fictitious realm. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> maybe I was a witch in a cave. Who knows? <laughs> Always possible. Yes. So that was a very good first question. <laughs> yeah. Would you call that a good first question to ever get to know anyone or just to get to know your partner? I think for anybody, that's a pretty general question that can get you thinking. And yeah. I don't know, maybe the vast majority of people are like, no, this is my era, man. This is where I belong. No, but I think a lot of people like even like. Even it'll bring at least like a conversation of which one is your favorite decade at least you know like yeah it'll start up a conversation yeah and then you go down the the music and mm -hmm. art rabbit hole and hopefully because what else defines an era if it's not art politics uh, maybe but war. Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess. <laughs> politics and war which are the the negative sides of society but yeah if you focus on the hopeful side the artistic side then you know i think there's a lot to love in every era but for me, it was that 70s era for some reason. Yeah. When it's 70s, I just think of like like blues and jazz and like Motown. Is that not right? Is yeah, that... that's definitely right. It was a kind of a melding pot of a lot of different music. It was yeah. the last era in which a lot of different commercial forms of music were viable and recorded and distributed and promoted. And that's not the case anymore. But that kind of makes it so that it's sort of like it is right now where a lot of different people that may have not had the means because there were so many different ways to record back in the day, then there were so many different people that were able to put out music. Whereas right now, too, there's so many different ways to record. You can even do it with your phone if you want to. <laughs> That's true. And then just put it out on Spotify. <laughs> no, we definitely live in an era of immense ease when it comes to creating music or just having the tools to create music and it's up to us to do something with that. All right. Well, let's cruise on to number two, which is what do you not feel guilty spending money on? Oh, is it not or, or feel guilty? What do you not feel guilty spending on? Oh shit. Food. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. I can get behind that. Yeah. Guitars and for me. <laughs> You don't feel guilt, guilty at all? No. Why should I feel guilty? I, I feel so guilty when I go shopping. Even <laughs> even though today I went thrifting and everything I found was great. Everything. Everything. <laughs> there you go. Take I even got win. I even got like a vest for $2. Just nice. <laughs> but yeah, I'll feel super guilty about shopping for myself. <laughs> you shouldn't. <laughs> There's no reason to feel guilty. I know. Since that one was pretty easy, let me do number three again here. What makes you jealous? Ooh. Oh my gosh. The thought of someone or another woman catching your eye, I guess. <laughs> and a hypothetical situation, I guess. <laughs> or yeah. Hmm. Well, I don't know. How do you answer it? <laughs> I try not to feel jealous all that much just uh, because it's one of those emotions that I find to be destructive and harmful. Yes. Um, but. I think I can feel a moderate amount of jealousy when Jack sleeps on your side of the bed and oh, chooses not to I know. come let me pet him. I 
surprisingly don't feel jealous when Smokey does that <laughs> to you because I'm like, I know you like see Smokey like. <laughs> <laughs> He'll he come gives, around. He gives you the love so easily that you don't even <laughs> beg no, for I it. No, I value it. <laughs> yeah, I exactly value it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I don't know. I just feel like Smokey has so much to give that whenever there's someone extra around for him to give to, then he will happily jump on that. I don't know. It makes me happy to see him love on somebody else. I don't know. Yeah, well. And I guess I do. I It makes me happy to see you collaborate with others too. But just, I guess it's more in my head, the thought. <laughs> yeah. Which I guess a thought could just be a thought. <laughs> it is. Who in your life do you always make time for? You. Same. <laughs> Should we you. exclude each other since that's the most obvious answer? I think that I try to make time for my friends who want to make music with me. I think I'll yeah. have that be my alternate answer. I think that after myself and you, just whoever wants to hang out. If you're down, if we're um, down. Yeah. But yeah, and if you know, we have the time. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that answer. Yeah, I usually make time for my sister, though. I guess I should That's always true. say my mom too. I, <laughs> I guess I should point out those people. I but guess yeah, those for sure. People count like too. you know how you never answer. Like you don't answer the phone for everybody. But if there's a certain amount of people that I would answer, yeah, I guess it yeah, would be well, closer family. Of course, your sister and your mom. As most people do. Yes. Number five. Have you ever spied on someone? Ooh. Oh, wait, do I answer first? I guess so. Yeah. Let's hear your Spy. answer. Spy. I feel like. Yeah, like on Facebook. <laughs> I guess that's definitely yes. I mean, in the era of spying. Facebook, everyone's spied. That's true. But like driving around, I'm trying to think if I even have done that. I don't think so because I'd be <laughs> so terrified if someone would see me. You yeah. Rest assured, I have not done that. Unfortunately, you know, like sometimes, uh, no, <laughs> I can't. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah. That's smart. Think. The only time I've ever spied on anyone is if I've seen someone come into the office with lunch and I'm like, what have they got? <laughs> What's going on over there? What's going on over there? Oh, like it. in a restaurant too, I guess that's spying. <laughs> spying on other people's entrees. Yeah. Like, yeah. What did they get? <laughs> so, you know, I like to do that. Otherwise, I try to avoid voyeurism <laughs> or yes, but I think, spying. But I think you and I and anyone can agree that there's always neighbor spying. Well, and maybe our neighbor might have passed away yesterday. Because we were spying. Because <laughs> we were spying out the window. We saw a lot of uh, family gathering at the house, and he's very old. So it seems to be that uh, something has happened over there, and we spied. So, yes. Yeah, I, I guess we spied. do it more recent, or we do it more commonly than <laughs> what we think we do. Yeah, and, and of course, there are degrees of spying. It's not the same as staking someone's house out overnight to see what they're oh, doing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't really condone that. Or nor do I care what any one other person is up to enough to do that. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's just like, you know, you watch shows where... <laughs> and you justify that kind of action. <laughs> no, not at all. That's the thing. Like you watch shows and the evil people are the ones who do that. So why would you put yourself in that? You know, you're basically doing what the bad person would be doing. In that case, you know, like if... Because most women my age grew up, grew up watching those, you know, true crime shows. The dude, the crazy dude's always the one that's spying. Like, you can't be the one. 
Yeah, I think that's a pretty big mm-hmm. red flag. Yeah. So no to spying no, other than do the aforementioned. What is your most prized possession? I I this one and I was like, I wonder what town would say. I really, I know it's a guitar. <laughs> well, I'm going to make the disclaimer that I wanted dis- that we will not have you or the animals as oh. one of them. It has sure. to be a thing, right? Okay. I guess I, I was just thinking not you, but I was definitely going to say one of the animals or the two animals or something. Hmm. So I guess not animals, not you. Then what would it be? It has to be an inanimate object, which which I think has to be probably one of my guitars. I don't know, my Les Paul. <laughs> Sounds yeah cheesy. Sounds but... <laughs> about right. <laughs> but I love that damn thing. I know. I don't know what I would pick. A coat? So I stay yeah. warm. <laughs> What's your favorite coat? I don't have one. <laughs> Maybe we should remedy that this winter then. Maybe, but I don't know. It's kind of hard to find one. We'll see. You do have a lot of coat criterias. Yes, I do. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's you know, okay. Have I high standards. Look, I appreciate you saying you want to rem- help remedy that, but you just don't want to be the part or part of the search. I just... <laughs> Well, that's true. Because I'll that... pay for the coat all day long. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, thank you. <laughs> but not be part of the. <laughs> yeah, you you've got to find the coat. I'll find the coat. It has to speak to you, yes. not to me. Yes. All right. Question number seven. <laughs> Did you have fun when you were a kid? What the fuck kind of question is that? Like at what point? That's what? Just just answer. What 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 do you think? <sighs> Did you have fun? As a kid, I just see myself as a moody kid. So I would say that it's very black and white. And I would say that I had fun 50% and maybe not fun 50%. <laughs> yeah, I'd say that's probably every kid's life. Yeah, like everything's either super happy or super devastating when you're a child. You know? Yeah, there's no in between. You're either doing what you want to do <laughs> or you're not or doing what someone else wants to do. Yeah, exactly. Or chill or not chill or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I had fun as a kid. Mm-hmm. I also had not fun as a kid. Yeah, that that <laughs> <laughs> That's a, that question's kind of a throwaway. Yeah, I mean, it does kind of open up to like, oh, I have childhood wounds. You know, <laughs> it can get deep. I didn't have any fun as a kid. Yeah, but like, think about, <laughs> think about that being a first date conversation. <laughs> yeah. So, did you have any fun as a kid? Oh my goodness. Or uh, no, more like you're into it. You're like a couple drinks in. <laughs> And the girl is just like a little tipsy. You're not because you don't drink. I'm tipsy. So I'm like, <laughs> did you have fun as a kid? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no follow-up required. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's not a, well, that's not the greatest question. Not the greatest question. Hello, Joe. Number eight. Did you ever bully anyone? I'm going to have to say Yes. I was a pretty jerky kid, so (laughs) I definitely bullied people. And it was always justified in, uh, you know, that we were, it was usually boys, other boys. And, you know, everybody's trying to prove that they're a man when they're a boy. So it was all part of that. But, you know, there were weaker kids that (laughs) were probably chosen to deflect attention from deficiencies that I had, you know. Yeah. It happens and I'm not proud of it, but 
I can't think of a specific example. Like, damn, little Jimmy Wilson. I feel bad for that kid. I feel bad for Jimmy. Oh, shit. I was bullied a lot. Well, that's not the question, though. (laughs) I did. I did. And that's why I'm saying I was going to, I was almost going to get there. (laughs) I was bullied a lot. So I do remember one specific time that I bullied someone because what she was doing and asking for made me so uncomfortable because I was not okay with being a woman and having a period. I still Mm -hmm. like am uncomfortable even just saying that. So she asked me for a pad and it made me so uncomfortable (laughs) that I like yelled and like kind of like shooed her away. And I felt like that was a heavy bullying moment of mine. Yeah, shaming this poor woman for bleeding. And no, we were teenagers. We were at school. Yeah, Yeah. we were like, what, 11, 12 or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, That's a tough age. And I'm not going to say that bullying is the right way to go but it's nearly inescapable at that age just because everybody's so stupid no wait i need to add more to that story she wasn't just asking because she needed it she had actually um stained herself so that just to add on to my assholeness but in in my defense i didn't have any because i didn't carry any <laughs> you could have said that instead but... i i just didn't want to i could not even fathom like being in that situation yeah like having a conversation about it Mm. like yeah i was still so traumatized about my own situation (laughs) you know like this is gonna be monthly now what (laughs) Mm. i think the closest i got to bullying in any kind of adult form was as an opera singer when you're just in a room or a cast i guess all season with a bunch of people and you're in this small dressing room with the same people you tend to get on each other's nerves and that's when <laughs> bullying can happen as well. So in that in that um, environment, what does bullying look like? Maybe oh, I've done it. I don't know. <laughs> you know, anything that belittles another person's abilities or their performance. <laughs> Nothing is off limits, really. So even like a, a mean comment in that way. Yeah, like talking shit about their <laughs> performance or yeah. calling someone out for doing something that was an artistic choice, quote unquote. And, you know, all of that is subjective. Well, maybe we should look it up. But like for me, bullying needs to be like a spectacle. Like there needs to be an audience, right? (laughs) No, that's not true. I think that that's certainly one type of bullying, but there can be bullying done with zero eyes on it. And I think most bullying happens on the internet these days. That's true. I guess that's totally true so the anonymity that people are allowed to have in this social life has really made bullying okay in a lot of ways and i think that the best way to not do it is to just be compassionate yeah so just being mean to someone whether you're in public or not is a bullying situation yeah yeah i think i guess so yeah trying to cut someone down for any reason, even if they slighted you, I still think that it doesn't justify a reaction. But I understand that not all of the world is Zen Buddhist or whatever. No, I think what most people will want to retaliate to whatever you made them feel or whatever. Yeah, and it's become okay to retaliate. And yeah, like, it's oh, like actually taught to retaliate. I mean, there's like just 
videos about that. Like yeah. uh, those Darman videos are just retaliation videos. So I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, you slighted me, but look. Now, now I'm rich. I'm rich. <laughs> or whatever. You shouldn't have slighted me. Mm-hmm. Or look, this person slighted you, but look at them now. Yeah, look now they're the CEO. Or, or uh, yeah, maybe. or whatever. <laughs> or now the the mean person's poor. You yeah. know, like whatever. Yeah, that's um, instant karma. It's not that black and white. And no. and online bullying is more pervasive than ever. And number nine, how adventurous are you when you travel? Ooh, I guess I'm moderately adventurous. In that you'll try foods that you may not have definitely foods and i'm not i just kind of maybe draw the line at zip lining just because <laughs> like uh, what kind of maintenance are these zip lines getting <laughs> in other places you know hey you you raised some very good questions and that's a very specific <laughs> line a zip line to draw <laughs> sorry and i know uh, you probably would love to do those and i'm sure you will you will if we ever just go to a place and maybe i'll do it too but i don't know well, I've heard the ones in Costa Rica are pretty amazing. So I would love to do it there. But, you know, Maybe I, with some value. I don't have to. And <laughs> I certainly wouldn't force you to engage in a zip line. Yes. I don't know. Maybe I'll be fine and I could do it. <laughs> well, I would uh, like to visit and explore new places whenever we travel within some sort of amount of reason, I guess. Yeah, like moderately adventurous to, yeah. you know, stay in the side of safety. Yeah. But new things, I'm all about new things. Yes. Are you a Mr. Fix-It? Yes. You do fix like all the everything in the house. (laughs) Yeah, I am very committed to fixing things. And that has been something I've been interested in a long, long time. I think my dad was a Mr. Fix-It and just because he had to. And he fixed everything with like wood and made really amazing wood furniture and ensconced the house that I grew up in in wood paneling Mm -hmm. and you know if something broke you were expected to fix it (laughs) it wasn't don't just throw it away it wasn't as easy to go out and replace things back in the day yeah old or Tonka truck you know if it lost a wheel you got no wheel on your Tonka truck you can't go to Amazon and replace one oh no just buy a new Tonka truck now. <laughs> or buy a new Tonka truck. Draw it all out. It was not an option. So, yeah, I learned to fix things and enjoy the challenge of fixing things. And the one thing that pissed me off to no end was that coffee grinder. There was a Mr. Coffee coffee grinder. That... <laughs> Mr. Mr. Coffee, Mr. Fix It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mr. Coffee was a piece of shit. Um, his motor broke the internal casing of the grinder so it was like the motor was just spinning and nothing was turning so i was like oh i'll just get this motor out and have a motor for something and i could not get it out of the plastic case (laughs) i wrestled with that piece of shit for far too long it was like all right it's going in the garbage (laughs) so i could not fix that or at least extract the motor to fix something else with but but it wasn't, I just want to clarify that it wasn't a piece of shit. It, it like lasted so many years. It like was <laughs> okay. already old when you brought it into our relationship because you, you brought it into this relationship. That's true. It was old. And then it had to survive me. Who, <laughs> and your mom. <laughs> and then my mom's visit. Like it's the like. The coffee monster. <laughs> yes. We are coffee monsters who not only grind coffee daily, which I'm sure you were doing for, for years. Yeah. But. 
I wanted finally <laughs> espresso espresso <style>. grind. <laughs> yeah. And not just like one, sometimes twice a day. And then there's like <laughs> the holidays or the, the, the gatherings when we do it for people. So, and then my mom, <laughs> mm -hmm. so it had a good life. It got used, mm -hmm. but I expect things to have like a 15, 20 year lifespan. And maybe that's just expecting too much these days. Yeah. But how many years did it have before before us? Cause I don't know. Maybe it survived, three or four. It survived three with us. Yeah. So it was like seven years old, we'll say. I think it was sad that it gave out like that because I think that the, the blade still had life in it. Yeah. Yeah. The, the grinding section was fine. It mm -hmm. just was no longer attached to the motor. <laughs> Too bad. Mr. Coffee. Uh, am I a Mrs. Fix-It? Uh, yeah. Well, what, what would you say? Um, I, yeah, I think I am in different ways though. Like I don't necessarily fix up like, like a, a broken drawer. Uh, uh no, like a, like mechanically fix something. But I think I like to fix something by beautifying them or fluffing them or whatever, like in a decoration kind of way. Okay. I'll accept that. <laughs> Otherwise I don't see you manipulating tools too often <laughs> or at least not by uh by your own choice <laughs> uh, first of all i feel like you get a little nervous whenever <laughs> i do because your skin is so thin that if it just touches the metal part of a <laughs> screwdriver it'll split open like hovers over me <laughs> i'm like i feel like i'm gonna fuck up now <laughs> self-fulfilling prophecy <laughs> i know but you're <laughs> Got to be confident with your tools. <laughs> what tools? <laughs> <laughs> well, I can be confident with the tools for us. Yeah. No, when I have my gloves on, though. Ball game. Yeah. I can fix anything. Different ball game, I guess. Oh, definitely no ball games for me. <laughs> <laughs> they require gloves as well. Exactly. I think. So that was the first 10 questions in our random question questionnaire. And we're going to split this over a couple episodes. So we'll cut it here keep it a little shorter than normal but that was the intent we wanted to keep things a little snappier and see how that goes mm -hmm. so we will pick up next week with questions 11 through 21 yeah and if you have any comments you can go into our social media which will be in our show notes and link for tenors music will also be in our show notes so check it out and stay tuned for questions 11 through 21. Bye. Bye. Bye.